are back. Welcome into another episode of Chasing 1969, a New York Jets podcast. Today is Thursday, June 29th. Uh, back for the second week in a row. We're in that slow season. Uh, just what? Maybe are we a month away from training camp now, Theodore? Are we, are we, where are we? Gotta be. Gotta they just be. announced uh, the, less the schedule. Than less than that. Um, okay. It'll start sometime late July. Yeah, they did just release the schedule, but um, Jets have that extra week because of the Hall of, because Hall the Hall of, Hall of Fame, Fame game. Yep. We'll figure yep. this out. You keep going with the we'll intro. I'll yeah. figure this out. Before we get to all of that, we've got a fun episode today. Uh, going to go over the uh, recent uh, Hard Knocks rumors involving the New York Jets, um, potentially on uh, on HBO for the first time in a decade plus. We're also going to continue our New York Jets versus the World series, where we're going to be comparing the Jets roster here with none other than the Buffalo Bills AFC East rival. Before we get to all of that, make sure to follow us on Twitter at NYJ underscore chasing 69. Same as the YouTube, um, you know, give some love to the YouTube page. We're going to start putting out some clips, some different stuff on there, be a little bit more active on the YouTube. I was logged out of it for a while because I got a new computer, got back in, saved the day. So make sure to follow us there. Teddy is at Teddy Huncho. I am at Spring Blake with four A's. I got a Spring Blake sign. And I think I'm going to put it up here somewhere. Yeah, you definitely should. Get back there definitely. so we can get that. Theodore, how are you doing? Did you figure out those dates while I was rambling on and on? Yes, yes, yes. So the Jets, they announced their public um, dates, which made it a little hard for me to find the real date. But they mm. report on um, July 19th. So that's, you know, right around 31 days. Jesus. From, or, yeah. yeah, 21 days um, from right now. So about three weeks. So that's exciting. I'm doing Very. good. That's great news for me to hear. That's I'm, great. I'm, uh, I've been thinking about football a lot lately. Now that we're in this slow season, I've been like watching the like replays that they play on NFL Network. Yeah, um, yeah. which has been kind of <laughs> fun. I was texting you about it the other day. I was watching a old. Uh, it was Super Bowl 31. It was the Packers yeah. versus the Patriots. Pretty fun. Um, so yeah, things are good, and I'm excited to uh, talk about the Jets, who for some reason with this new this new team that we've put together are pretty good at keeping their team in the headlines you know oh, yeah. even during the slow season definitely definitely and, and the recent stuff theodore as uh, the jets are bracing for an involuntary hard knocks assignment um, so the league every year can force a few teams to do it usually one of the teams throughout the last you know through the history of the show almost one team has been like all right yeah we'll let it in there has been some pushback in the last few years teams certainly don't love the idea of having you know this scope on them uh, hbo has gone in the last few years and even done a mid-season one they did the colts two years ago the cardinals last year you know it's 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 a distraction as some people might want to call it and so this year the league can force the either the jets the saints the bears or the commanders to participate um, listen to those three teams. I don't think, you know, we're not being homers here saying that the Jets are the most enticing option. Obviously the Saints have Derek Carr and a new kind of era there at quarterback, but there's still a team that you're like, meh, uh, no one, no real exciting figures to it. The Bears maybe are intriguing as a young and up and coming team highlight Justin Fields, but that's also still one of the worst teams in football. Um, and the commanders as well, too, are another team out there that, you know, you got, what are we going to do a full episode on Sam Howell? UNC fifth round pick, you know, there's just it, it, the Jets are far and in away the midst the most, of a of a, of a sale. ownership shift, you know, uh, and an owner a hard that, thing you know, to, are, for them if, to the NFL to go around. Exactly. You give two episodes bashing on Dan Snyder for a little bit and talking about that, too. It's it's not it's not going to be the most, you know, positive. Yeah, the NFL isn't trying to highlight that area. Definitely. Exactly. Um, um, so they, they uh, Washington said that they would, you know, participate. Um, if they were asked, but the like you said, the league would prefer to see the sale go through prior to a TV appearance. Uh, they came back and they asked the lines if they wanted to run it back two years in a row, and they declined as well, too. Um, and, and the Jets are not happy about this, Teddy. Uh, Coach Salas, quote, uh, I know there are several teams that would love for Hard Knocks to be in their building. We're just not one of them. Uh, and then Justin Hardy was pretty public on Twitter uh, when he saw the rumors. I think it was like a Dove Kleiman tweet that he quote tweeted. It was like, man, y'all can give hard knocks to another team. Man, we're trying to focus and win. That's a distraction. Um, so there's the selfish side of it where I can sit here and say, look, we're going to get a month full of great Jets content and so much to talk about as we amp up uh, and a, a great inside look at this team going through an overhaul you know, with Rodgers, with Lazard, with the emergence of Sauce and Garrett Wilson. You've got the Mackay story. You've got this really important time for the New York Jets where 
as the fan and as someone who puts out content weekly for the Jets, this is just like, give me, give me, give me. I also understand what they're saying at the same time of the distraction. So is there any part of you as a fan that wants them to be fully focused in on this season that doesn't want hard knocks in there? Or, or, or are you just like, give me this Jets content and give it to me now? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I, I, I definitely get where they're coming from. Like where Salah says that they don't want it and that it's a distraction. Um, I definitely like before all this stuff started being popular, I just kind of associated. I was like, Robert Sala is just not going to be that guy who's like, let's get hard knocks in this building and get right. some people talking about the New York Jets. So, um, I totally like see where he's coming from. And I, and I kind of had just like accepted like, okay, the Jets aren't really going to be a hard knocks type of team. Um, with that being said, as a fan, like I'm amped for that. Like I, there couldn't be a better time, you know, no. and, and I am interested to see, you know, what goes down with like the one jets drive stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, with take flight and like, cause that basically has been hard knocks. It, right. You know, it, it feels the same and they do similar kind of storylines. Um, so that'll be an interesting kind of thing to watch play out, but it's like, the fact that in in this time that you just described where all these things are going on and a lot of times as a fan, you know, you can keep up with pictures and whatever and media, but, you know, you don't really feel like you're in the trenches with them and getting to get that like inside look of how, you know, what is it, four or five hour long episodes, you know, so to sit here as a fan and be like, we're going to get five hours of just what's going on in this training camp and like the biggest year in jets history since probably you know 10 years ago like it gets me excited you know so i'm definitely yeah. definitely amped about it and more on the side of of a super amped this fan than i am great. of like understanding Good. where they're coming from i also kind of think that it's like i get where they're coming from yes it's a distraction and you don't need to put more eyes on the jets when they've already already just attract this media circus and then aaron Rodgers, like finally we have expectations like it's really just pouring on but it's just like you got some cameras in the building you're gonna have to do some interviews but it's like the the main thing's the main thing and i feel like they're gonna be able to handle that yeah um so yeah definitely interesting I almost think it's kind of like a hard-o response to be like, ah, oh, we don't want the distractions in here. It's like, well, you get interviewed a yeah. lot. Like, yes, it's going to be like, they're going to be recording everything. There's going to be things that get put out there that you don't want. They're going to do a Makai story, and then you're going to have to deal with the drama of the Makai story. There are going to be things that you just have to deal with that aren't going to always be. Hard Knocks isn't just like we're putting out positive stuff every week, you know, especially when you're a franchise the Jets that's looking for one of your best seasons in this, this century. You know what I think of when I think of Hard Knocks? Hmm. Um snacks you know, with rex they, ryan the thing with hard knocks <laughs> is is the formula is there for them you know like they basically yeah. have the show and you just got to kind of fill in like okay what are the storylines for this team but the formula is yeah. there and every year hard knocks starts with with you know the 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 opening meeting and the coach at you know the opening meeting where he's addressing the team for the first time you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm yeah, like his first he sets the tone. It's like, yep. And to me, that's what I always think of with Hard Knocks is like the distraction is more so like now Robert Sala and everyone on the team, but they have to think when they're speaking, you know, they have to say, okay, this is what I'm going to say to my team. But this also potentially could, you know, be seen by every NFL fan who's watching hard knocks, yep. you know? So th there is definitely that little yeah. piece of kind of like less so distraction and more so of just like, we kind of got to watch what we're do doing a little. Yep. But you do also have to think like, there's gotta be some type of, uh, you know, the jets have to approve of certain things, you know? And, and like, there has to be some type of back and forth where they have some yeah. creative control. Right. Wouldn't you think yeah. so? Yeah. Yeah. I would think so. There's got to be some stuff. I, I'm thinking now a future segment. I want us to draft when this gets announced, like officially the Jets are going to be on hard knocks because it's leaning that way. It's most likely going to happen. I want us to draft the storylines that we are like most looking forward to. Seeing oh, that yeah, show. that's actually I, really I want 20 minutes on Denzel Mims. He's like, I came back because oh I God. knew with Rogers it was going to work out. Like, I, I want just all these. There's so many stories that I think we can do here that are just going to be fantastic. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, there's going to be stuff that they they definitely will, uh, you know, try and hide and say, like, no, nah, let's not put too much of this out. And you're right. You know, it's funny when you said, like, oh, everybody in the world is going to be watching what's going on in Jets camp. You know, it's one of those things where Robert Sala was keeping the receipts last year. Now the entire country is going to be keeping yeah. receipts on the New York Jets this season. So yep. it better fucking work yep. out. I'm just excited because I feel like when you're for, when you have these teams that are like the four teams that you can force into it, it's never a good team. It's always these teams picking at the top of the draft. And yes, the Jets were not a playoff team last year, and they got a little lucky the year before with the Lions kind of carrying themselves, and they weren't a playoff team either. But you know they were contending playoff scenarios into Week 18. This is the first time that you can have like a legit good team in quite some time on hard knocks, and it's a team with a great quarterback. Like when was the last time? Who's the last? great quarterback to be on hard knocks i don't you know here's the thing too i stopped watching for a few years there were a couple seasons yeah i was gonna say dak was there a couple years ago but i'm talking like legit like franchise elite quarterback you know i i remember goff and baker and you had uh uh dak even as well too but i i just there hasn't been goff's been on there twice because he was actually i was gonna say his name for a second time he was there with the rams when they first moved to la but Anyways, that's a side note, but it's just, this is like, to me, if hard knocks is trying to reestablish itself, because I think it's lost a little bit of its touch the last few years, getting a team like the jets now, where it's a legit super bowl contender, you know, we're going to compare this team to the bills in just a few minutes. And, you know, we're, we're comparing ourselves here in New York to the best in this conference, to the best in the league. Um, and, And you don't really get that many opportunities to do that on hard knocks. So for the fan and for the content and for just the show itself, the Jets are like, you have to do it. I I get you want to say like, ah, no, no yeah. distractions. We're focused on winning. It's like, this is actually something that is going to be awesome to watch uh, as we get up for yeah. the, the, the next season. Um, It's also funny because it's like the Jets, the last time they were on Hard Knocks, you know, they made the playoffs. Exactly. So it's like, exactly. That's cool. Sprinkle some good luck in there. there. It is definitely interesting what you say about like teams being usually being pretty bad because to me, I kind of almost see it as like the teams who are willing to do it are the ones who want to draw that attention, you know, and, and like last year with the lions, like the lions were everyone's favorite underdog last year, you know, and, and a lot of that had to do with their, with their moves, but a lot of it had to do with just being on hard knocks and, and getting people, um, and I also think you think about exactly what you just said. Like, I don't watch Hard Knocks anymore. I usually watch the first episode and then we'll stop. Yep. Yep. But, you know, with one decision of picking the Jets, you're re- you're getting one of the largest fan bases, you know, in the country and one of the biggest markets in the country who are going to watch every episode just like that. You know, the snap of your fingers. Um, I do want to talk about the fact that like the NFL is making them do it. Yeah. And that there's these like rules in place where they can make teams do it because yeah. so like you said at the top, Jets, Saints, Bears, Commanders. So like when I first heard this come out, I assumed that um, I assumed that it was like, OK, so there must be, you know, a couple teams every year and they like rotate somehow based on, you know, whatever. But there's these really like oddly specific rules in yep. here um, <laughs> that I want to read. And so the these these are the teams every year that can be required to doing the show, and they have to fit into these categories. They have to not have a new head coach, so have a returning head coach, have not been to the playoffs in the past two seasons, and have not been a subject of the show for the last ten years. So. That right, I mean, you have to make the, you can't make the playoffs in the previous two seasons. Yeah. That's a pretty fun, like that kind of explains why over the last 10 whatever years it hasn't been a, a higher right. team, yeah. Um, and it's also just like random, you know, it's like because because you knew that something had to be negotiated when they made this deal with the teams or whatever, but it's just like those are weird rules, you know. <laughs> Yeah, because the first time head coach, the entire overhaul of that system that you're bringing in a new regime, it's your first training camp. You don't want all that. And stuff you pro- imagine if it was like Urban Meyer, like you probably oh, have risk. Oh, my God. To see a I year of how would, is this guy going to act? I would kill for hard knocks Urban Meyer oh my training God. camp. It Are you kidding me? Unreal thing. That would have been. What's funny. Yeah. Quick sidebar on yeah. Urban Meyer. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> 
just the funniest thing about that whole situation was like the whole beginning i was like i was just like it's it'll probably be fine everyone's probably overreacting but then it truly the was what everyone it couldn't said have been worse. so if you yeah. put hard knocks in it's that almost building, worse like it probably was like oh my god like what the hell is going on here? yeah um crazy but, but yeah i totally it's it, it's interesting seeing jumping back it's interesting seeing that the fans be split um about the hard knocks decision and to see that you know some fans side with the team and, and that makes a lot of sense to me you know because it's like you're a fan of the team that's what your your head coach your guy is saying and so it's like okay i'm gonna ride with that but i just don't see how like like at the end of the day, I'm not a jet. I'm not, I am a jet, but I'm not on the team. And I want to see them, you know, just, I want to watch it and get that entertainment. I'm just trying to figure out what competitive advantage the team on hard knocks is losing. Like what is the competitive edge? They're not showing, really just, you know, scripted plays. They're not showing, yeah. you know, they're not showing all the film where the guys are like, oh, this is the this is what they're running in the red. You're seeing a couple like clips of stuff where it's highlighted on a specific I, I really, player. What's the I advantage? think it What's... comes from time. I think as a coach, you know, get have getting pulled to do an interview or whatever yeah. and talk about these things, especially like yeah. Robert Sala and Joe Douglas are not ones to 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 talk. I think right. that's just something where in your head you're like i don't want to have to think about this i don't want to have to you know do this and just have it be a part of my day i think you also think about you know players on your team and them knowing everything that they're doing at practice is being videotaped some guys might want to be trying to get attention get the camera on them doing fun you know what i mean so like there's all these different like nuances you can think about from that coach's perspective um but to me, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's a couple weeks, you're going to have a film crew, but it's also probably going to be integrated pretty seamlessly. Plenty of teams have done it before. Like you'll suck it up and and it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like, oh, the Jets had to do hard knocks. So now they're not going to be as good as we were hoping. You know what I mean? Like that should not be a, a story or an idea. What I know is going to happen is like, and it's already starting to happen regardless um, you know, when the Roger trade go through, everybody was hyping up the Jets for so long. But as we've got and we talked about this a couple, maybe it was even last week's episode where it's like people are just starting to hate, you know, and yeah. and most hard, like last year's hard knocks. Everybody fell in love with Dan Campbell. They fell in love with the Lions. Like there are years where like you really grow to love these, you know, young, gritty teams. People are going to fucking go nuts on the Jets and just hate, hate on Rogers. They're going to hate on uh, probably. No, they'll love sauce. They'll love Garrett. Wilson. I know it'll be interesting because I think Rogers will get the most heat, but I he's going to get so much new. He's going to get new, so like, much heat. Attitude, you know, like he's takes gonna away so... from a lot of the stuff. No, he is because people he's just don't so like him. Much. But yeah, yeah, maybe he'll talk about. Uh, I'm excited uh, when it gets announced. We're, we're drafting storylines we're most excited to watch, and I don't. I'm going to keep our list separate. I don't want to know what it is. Um and no, yeah, and, that's actually gonna, really that'll good. be fun. Cause it's so easy. It's like, there's it's so like, many fun stories. And that's what I think honestly gets boring about hard knocks is, oh. you know, hard knocks is a show about training camp. Right. Yeah. So a lot of times the stories are about these fringe guys, you know, who are on yeah. the cusp of the roster, especially once you get into like the later episodes. Um, so like that part of it is just like whatever you know like we're gonna get to see like the family life of, of you know our, our undrafted rookie or like something oh, like that you know the, and it's like that I can leave in the dust a little bit but the the Ruckert storyline with the family we're definitely getting some minutes on that oh we're gonna, yeah we're gonna facts. get who's a who's gonna is, have a whole, is, oh that's a great Rucker is one. the one like that's like that the story is, that it's gonna be it's and didn't we draft another Jets. tight end this year too uh potentially wait is, I, I was up. just gonna ask is Yaboa still forgetful. around sorry guys is, is, is uh, yeah is he still around because he would be the guy that i'd be like oh there's I've... just he's the guy that ends up getting cut at the end because there's too many tight ends already like that's gonna be the storyline where it's like you're fighting for the guy and then he just doesn't make it and it's like oh man yeah, let's look. Uh, apologies to everyone, as we are a Jets podcast, and we sometimes forget who's on the Jets. Look, it's the bottom um, of the tight end depth chart room that wasn't. Talented. No, okay, yeah, but so they still have everyone. So they still have okay. Conklin, Uzama, then That's... Rucker, then we drafted Kuntz, yep. Zach oh, Kuntz, Kuntz, and then 
uh oh, i need like Kenny five Yeboa. minutes i need i oh, need a like good almost... five minutes on cons or 30 seconds yeah, that's, that's the most <laughs> i can usually take <laughs> and thanks for listening everyone <laughs> uncle jay stay with me <laughs> oh my god yeah um, jesus all right. i hope you're not listening okay. to that cut, cut me out all right or <laughs> any anything else on hard knocks teddy <laughs> i forget mm. your family listens to this. no it's okay i really it, I, it's it's fine um, um i don't know dude it's I'm exciting i think it. that i'm excited for it you know if it happens obviously it's still not official but like when that news drops i'm excited to see like kind of you know because there's a lot of jets players who are pretty vocal on twitter and stuff um, so I'll be excited to see kind of how they handle that. You got to think that they're talking about that in the building already, um, yeah. you know, from the coaches and the staff to the team. But I really do. I mean, it it, it reminds me of, of, you know, 2010 when we had them. It, you know, Blake and I grew up in Cortland. And, and the reason I like the Jets is because of, they did training camp in Cortland uh, where we grew up and honestly just like getting that hard knocks feeling back is going to be really excited for me like I, I i couldn't be happier about it we timed the show perfectly we really did the when we started this off i mean we we just we we're catching the wave <sighs> catching the wave and chasing 69 please. all right teddy uh let's move things on to our other thing for the for the for today I might have said this before. It's not going to be the longest podcast. We had a long one. We we went an hour 30, hour 40 last I know. We week. always say that it's not going to be a long podcast, and then we always go long. Well, we're already halfway through, so I feel like we're we're, we're going to be on yeah, the shorter side, but still a good show. Um, Teddy, I really enjoyed uh, New York versus the world uh, last week with the Chiefs, and and to to go through that and, and admittedly say that we think the Chiefs def- definitely have the better roster and are – um, you know, have the premier players in comparison to the Jets. Um, really wasn't as far apart as I as I thought um they would have been going into it. So that was super fun. I did um remember as we were getting set up that you had uh proposed a nice tweak to the show uh that I did not put into the outline. So I think we're gonna have to adjust that for maybe next week, if that's all right by you, or if you think we should No, this is where we it. landed though. This is this is what did we land on? What's in the doc? We're doing the bills, right? Yeah, yeah. No, the tweak to how we approached uh, oh, position yes. groups. Yeah. So yes. we'll do that next week. Well, I didn't we'll do that next that. week. Yeah, because we'll I forgot about that as week. well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not prepared. Teddy Teddy texted me tweet. after we recorded last week's episode. Teddy texted me 20 minutes later and he was like, this is something we should change with it. And I was like, yes. And then I don't think we spoke yep. about it since. So then I made the and outline. We both and, forgot. Uh, well, that's so. We're going to compare ourselves to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you know, the uh, AFC East division rival. They have been, I guess, the the darling of the NFL or the darlings of the AFC the last few years, getting a lot of love as, you know, Buffalo's got a very uh, passionate fan base. Um, Josh Allen has really become a, a staple in the league, one of the more talented quarterbacks to play the position um, and still, you know, to this point, three years in a row now, they just haven't been able to string it as far as they have uh, the year before. Bounced out of the divisional round last year, the Cincinnati Bengals, and were absolutely demolished after barely beating uh, Skylar Thompson the week before in Miami with wildcard weekend. So I'm um, going to do the same thing we did last week, go position group by position group, just compare what the Bills have to the Jets have and see where we stand with things at the end of it. Um, anything else you want to throw in there, Ted? before we we get no just this this one uh will be fun i I just like kind of reiterate what you said about last week i think blake and i both came away feeling that the the chiefs still kind of had that established you know more talented team um but we were pleasantly surprised with how close we kind of were and i think with buffalo you know at least my thought, and I think a lot of Jets fans who at least, you know, are vocal and, and want to say things a lot of the time say like, oh, the Bills haven't gotten better this offseason. The Jets have, you know, we're starting to kind of bridge the gap there. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is going to be a really fun exercise to actually see, like, how do we stack up against, you know, those who are in our division who are going to have to play twice. And really, it's like, you know, it's hard to win a Super Bowl as a wild card team. That's something that's been proven. So what gives you the best chance is winning your division. And the fact that 
even with all our expectations, we still have this kind of like big monster in Buffalo to get through. Um, it'll be a tough one. Definitely. And and we did this, you, you put this out for us last week with the chiefs. Um, they're obviously the super bowl favorite sitting at plus 600 to win the super bowl. The bills are third in the NFL, uh, second in the AFC, uh, Philadelphia is the only team that's in between them and Kansas city, but they're at plus 900. We've been doing this in reverse order by picking these teams going through, um, Teddy, we, <laughs> Funny enough, we only have one more team before we get to where the Jets are Super Bowl odds wise, <laughs> which is it That's makes sick. sense. But like to us. only have Kansas City, Buffalo and Cincinnati ahead of the Jets and then every other team that we're going to discuss is below. You know, there are some that are, are right there, but there are some that are below. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of weird. I do to... think the one thing with the Jets Super Bowl odds is I think they are a little bit boosted just because people like Vegas knows that yes. it's a team that a lot of people are going to want to bet on. Yeah. Um, so there is that, but yeah, no, it's, it's crazy that the jets are right up here with the top dogs. I'm just throwing, I, I need to put this out on the show too. I'm staring at the odds right now. Um, I, I haven't mentioned this on this show, but I texted you guys when it happened. This is a complete sidebar. Like uh, four months ago, I had the most vivid dream in the world that Teddy and I were watching the super bowl at a super bowl party. And uh, it was the Cowboys versus the Jaguars. So I woke up that next morning and I bet them, to face off in the Super Bowl, I bet both their Super Bowl odds. I didn't get to watch the end of the Super Bowl before I woke up. Cowboys are are have the uh, sixth best odds, and the Jags have the tenth best odds. So you know they're they're both getting getting some good love up there. There's some good love for both. Yeah, of those franchises. that's cr- I honestly don't think I had heard that. That's really, crazy that I texted I texted in Doctor Love playing oh, on the TV. It, it was one yeah. of the more vivid dreams I think I've had in the last few years. And I woke up, I rolled over in bed, and I bet those those uh, those Super Bowl odds. So just putting that out there now. It's 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 June. We'll see. Place the bet back in February. Um, all right, Teddy. Moving along. Let's start this uh, New York versus the world. New York versus Buffalo. Starting at the quarterback position, the Bills obviously have Josh Allen. We have Aaron Rodgers. I'll kick this one off. I love Aaron Rodgers more than anything in the world. I think he is one of the most talented quarterbacks to ever play the position. We went Patrick Mahomes last week. I am still going to go Josh Allen over Aaron Rodgers in his current state. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers has the more decorated career, and I believe is probably at the end of the day a better passer of the thrower thrower of the football passer of the football but josh allen brings uh an aspect a bully ball game to his um with athleticism his ability in the run game i think he leaves a bigger impact on the field than rogers does at this point in his career so i go josh allen yeah i'm gonna agree with you here um i i really think anyone who would say rogers over Allen at this point is, you know, has got the green tinted glasses on. Yeah. Um, you know, because I think that's definitely something you could argue because of like Aaron Rodgers pedigree. But I do think, you know, you kind of look at how we viewed Rodgers the past couple of years and how we view Josh Allen. It's like Josh Allen is right up there with Patrick Mahomes, you know, as like that next tier of like great quarterbacks and, and Aaron Rodgers kind of on the downswing of his career. So I, I, I think it would be irresponsible to pick Aaron Rodgers here. There are some parts to Rodgers game that he is better at with Josh Allen's protecting the football um, and, and uh, pocket manipulation. Um, he has a much better feel in the pocket than I think Allen does. Allen's awareness and, and, and Allen, look, he had some stretches last year that were really bad. And if you remember the start of his career, he was almost a, you know, really bad you know they invested in, and he saw that kind of gradual climb to where he is now but so there are definitely things I think Rodgers does better um but the overall talent Josh Allen's one of the best in the game he's he was essentially last year their best running back as well too so it's just it's one of those things where he's 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 one of the best in football yeah he's a freak he's awesome moving along to the running game uh interesting backfield for the <clears throat> Buffalo Bills uh you've got James Cook there uh Dalvin's uh younger brother You've got Damian Harris, who came over from uh, New England this offseason. Latavius Murray there as well, too. He was most recently in Denver, I believe. Shout out Latavius Murray, upstate New York boy. I always see him with, uh, who is it? Is he boys with Caleb? Oh, yeah. He went to Cuse, right? Yeah, he's boys with uh, Caleb uh, Caleb Wright. Yeah, I always see them post pictures together. Yep. Nice. Um, And then uh, you've also got in there my beloved Naeem Hines, former Indianapolis Colts. You've got those four guys in there, a good variety of running backs. Um, And then comparison for the Jets, we know the guys. It's, you know, as we keep going along with these, uh, we we know the Jets. We'll put them out there, but it's Brees. It's Michael Carter. It's Izzy. uh, And then uh, Bam Knight as well, too. Where do you go with here with the running backs? 
Yeah, I mean, I I think the Bills have some like potential, I guess. You know, yeah. James Cook is like a young dude, and I'm a Damian Harris fan. I have been. I think he's a talented guy. But with that said, like I thought Ramondre was a much better player than him. And and yeah. you know, I see why the Patriots kind of moved on from Damian Harris. Um nothing really here like scares me with the bill. Latavius Murray you know, is nothing. Naeem, Naeem Hines is like maybe going to be an okay passing back, but that's kind of where you see James Cook working in. Um, I really do think the Jets win here. Um, obviously, you have Brees Hall's injury and a little bit of projection with kind of our young backups behind him, but I, I think the Jets have a more talented group and a group with a lot more upside, especially when you think of a healthy Brees. Yeah, if you if uh, just kind of comparing through these teams, like I like the Bills running back room more than I do the Chiefs. Um, and the Chiefs, I definitely when we were comparing the Jets, I gave it to New York. Um, with a with a healthy Brees Hall there, I love the depth. I, and you know, I think the Bills took an approach of just like we need we need to just bring guys in here and hope one of them rides yeah. a hot hand. Maybe it's the guy we invested in and Cook. Maybe Damian Harris now and can get uh, a better role in a new opportunity. Latavius has really been a solid rotational back. Um, and Naheem is more of a special teams guy at this point. At the end of the day, the, the top talent here is Brees Hall. Hopefully it's a healthy Brees Hall. I definitely like the Bills' depth at the position more. And, you know, maybe we're looking at these and both of us have a Cook brother when it's all said and done. And then I really feel good about the Jets. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah, healthy Brees, give me the Jets. But if it's not, I, I like the rotation that Buffalo has more than a Michael Carter, Izzy, and, and Bam Knight. I really do. Yeah, just to jump in here, I, I've been thinking about these three guys a lot um, because we probably are going to be without Brees Hall at least for you know a game or two, and then you have the thought of Dalvin Cook, but still you know not a thing yet. Yeah, um, hope to me all three of these guys, right? Michael Carter, we got the rookie Izzy, and then Bam Knight. Like all of them are guys guys that could you know really not be that great but have also given us reasons to think like they could be pretty solid um so i guess i'm hoping that last year you know defenses were able to kind of be like all right they don't really have a great passing game yep, exactly we can really just kind of stack the box and beat them in the run game i'm really thinking this year with that extra passing attack from aaron Rodgers, you know and and teams having to play that that Michael Carter can get back to, you know, looking like an like an NFL back who should be out there. You know, yeah. Bam had flashes last year. Hopefully he can do stuff like that. And then the rookie, you know, we'll see. But I really it's hard for me to kind of like as we do this every week, look at these guys as, you know, higher level backups. But I do kind of think that's more so where they land than their play was at the end of last season. It's a fantastic point, and uh, it makes me feel better about picking the Jets because you're right. Aaron Rodgers is going to make everybody around him better. We we mostly focus on the receivers as, like, who's going to be elevated the most with Rodgers in here at quarterback, but you're right. When the offense can just say, let's stack the box, and, oh, Brees is hurt, so let's really just hone in and not let them, you know. Brees can 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 fuck up a stacked box, you know. If you're honing in on the run, yeah. game, Brees was still talented enough to change it. These guys weren't. But when you have to respect the passing game and a really good one, hopefully they're going to be so much better. The line is going to be better because of his pocket manipulation and uh, and the receivers are going to be better. So it's it's not just the receivers that are getting a positive impact here from Rodgers. It, it is every single person on that offensive depth chart. So, yep. yeah, I'm, I'm, I lean with you there, too, with the Jets. Um, moving on to the receivers um, with this one, we kind of just take a, a few of the top names. Um, for the Buffalo Bills, obviously, Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis on the outsides. Tight end Dawson Knox. They also drafted Dalton Kincaid, so maybe throw him in there, too, as a top tight end, even though some of those guys take a few years to really get going. Um, Khalil Shakir as well, too, at receiver. For the Jets, Garrett Wilson, Lazard, Davis, and Conklin are the four that we've been rolling with. Here's where I stand, Teddy. What is more important to you? Top-end talent or depth? Because that's where I kind of pin these two receiving groups against each other like which should i care more about that the jets can go really deep here positionally or the fact that i take a look and i'd say i think that stefan diggs is the best option and gun to my head i'm gonna take gabe davis over alan lazard as well too yeah, uh, to answer your question i would probably side with 
it's tough. Nah, I don't know. I was going to say talent, but depth has become more and more important. You're seeing the successful teams really do have three to four guys who right. can get it done, at least at some level. Yeah. I'm going to push back a lot, though, do on it. that take that the Bills have more talent. Do because it. where I see Garrett Wilson getting to, I think he's right there with Diggs, with Diggs yeah. being, you know, where he is in his career, you know, at 30 or 31 years old and Garrett Wilson, who I really do think is going to be established as a top five, top 10 wide receiver. Like, I think that's where I put both of those guys, you know, between Mm -hmm. that, like five to 10 range. So to me, that's a wash. I really do think Garrett Wilson is that type of talent. And I think he will, he will be. And I think you look at, you know, Diggs's career and what it took to elevate him. I think that Garrett Wilson is going to get that a lot earlier you know, with this move to Aaron Rodgers and being the number one guy. Um, Gabe Davis is a guy who has gotten so much hype and I'm not fully on the side of like, oh, he's not good at all. Like, I think he's a talented player, but I don't think that he is, you know, I I don't think he's like your best number two option that you want in the NFL. I really think he's more of just like a rotational guy. And I think he's more like Corey Davis is where I'd kind of like put what they're going to, I mean, obviously higher than that. He's got the big play upside, but I think that Alan Lazard is more established, got it done with Aaron Rodgers, was able to be a number one in some respects, you know, obviously not top of the league, but was a number one receiver for Aaron Rodgers last year and has just shown he's been able to get it done with him. I would put him above Gabe Davis and then, you know, Comparing Dawson Knox and Tyler Conklin, I think that's pretty head and head. Um, Khalil Shakir and Miko Hardman, like I, so I don't really agree. I think the Jets have more talent here. And when you look at your top three guys, I think the Jets, you know, really win because I don't really love Gabe Davis. And then the the Bills, it's kind of like a question mark. Whereas the Jets, I think you have Garrett Wilson, Lazard, Davis, and Conklin and Miko, you know. So that's where I land. All right. You're talking me into it. I, I don't um, – I also think – and obviously the players have gone and shown their frustrations with it as well too. I think we got a really down year from the the receiving game and the passing offense from Buffalo last year with that offensive coordinator change. You saw obviously what uh, Brian Dable was able to do in New York with a depleted depth chart there um, at the receiver position. And you see the step back that this Bills offense took with – who? what's his name? Ke- uh not Ken Dorsey. Uh, um, what the fuck's his name? Mike was just shitting on him today. Uh, if we uh, didn't need to think of it right now, I would think of it in a second. Exactly. Yep. So I'm pulling it up. We're struggling to remember stuff today, guys. Bear with us. <laughs> it is. Uh, oh, it is Ken Dorsey. Oh, look at yeah, me. Yeah, I was going to say, is it Ken Dorsey? Good job. Yeah, boy. you're smart as hell. Good job. Good job, everyone who was just saying into their phone, Ken Dorsey, it's Ken Dorsey. You just said it, you fucking idiot. Um, so yeah, Ken Dorsey in there, the, the offense took a step back and, and Diggs is frustrated with his role in the offense. And so, you know, I, I will push back and I do think that Diggs and Davis are more talented than what we saw out of them last year. Um, but to be fair, Ken Dorsey is still the offensive coordinator. So if nothing's changing, maybe that's the same offensive output that we're going to get from those guys. So I, I think I'll, I'll. Okay. You've convinced me that the town is closer and no. I think the Jets are deeper. You've convinced me the town's closer and I thought that the Jets were deeper. So I'm going to go Jets here at the receivers. You got me. There we go. All right. Jets are winning. Moving along. You can disagree Offensive if you want. Line. No, I, because I, I, I already thought the Jets were deeper and you push back that the, the talent is a little bit closer than I was giving it credit for. Um, I'm going to say Jets. I'm gonna yeah, say Jets. I, I don't at all want to come off like I'm low on Diggs because I do like Diggs a lot, but I just don't think he's at that like top five receiver in the NFL level anymore. I think he's just one step below that. And and I just I don't want to lose the fact that I really do think that's where Garrett Wilson is. Um, so, yeah, it'll be an exciting one. This this could be an episode, you know, then we get a lot some... of people. A lot of things could come back and bite me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Well, let's move up front. Let's get to the big boys, the big fuckers. Um, offensive line, the Bills are bringing out next year. Deion Dawkins, and this is all kind of just estimates. You know, there's some rookies pushing for jobs in Buffalo. At, I think right guard I saw. Um, so right now, the projected starting offensive line is Deion Dawkins, Connor McGovern, 
Shout out Connor McGovern, Mitch Morris at center, Ryan Bates at right guard, and Spencer Brown out of Northern Illinois, Northern Iowa University. He's a young guy, second or third year. Uh, right tackle. The Bills bringing out, or the, sorry, the Jets bringing out Dwayne Brown, Lakin, Tipman, ABT, and Becton. I thought this was as just like, as this is what I, I thought when comparing both of these. Like, this is the weakness for both AFC contenders. I think, I think yeah. both of these teams, we are just bringing out a bottom third of the league offensive line, both, both sides, potentially. Yeah, it, it's an interesting one, definitely. And, and I think that it just sucks to hear you say that and like agree with you when the Jets have just been trying for so many years to just shore up this offensive line yeah. so we can, you know, just be confident. And I feel like we've done so much, but so little at the same time. Um, I'm looking at some numbers right here for the bills where um, I, I think they're just PFF grades um, uh-huh. where Deion Dawkins was, a, was a very highly ranked player at 73.5. Um, but then basically everyone else was, you know, in the bottom of their position group, basically um, as for the guys who were their starters last year, Brown, Kessenberry and Doyle. Um so, yeah, I mean, you're right. I think both of these teams looked at their offensive lines last year and said they're not talented enough. I kind of yeah. struggled to pick a side because I think it's all just projection and just, like, how well are these guys going to play? The one thing I'll say, and like you said, I, we don't, I guess, 100% know who are the starters going to be, but to see Connor McGovern on that list <laughs> yeah. after he, he's been a Jet for so long, it's like – Take him, you know, uh, <laughs> that kind of that's makes you want to lean the Jets. Funny. But we have so many question marks, you know, who's going to play our center position, who's going to um, right wait. tackle. What? Yeah. So we'll see. Who's the Jets uh, backup center? I mean, right now it's still, we brought back in. Um, it wasn't a Conor McGovern. No. Yeah. The, Conor McGovern's on the Jets, cocksucker. There's another Conor got another Connor <laughs> McGovern unless ESPN lied to me when I was doing this. Yeah, that's is there two Connor McGoverns? Today's something. Yeah, I have this up here right now. It says Connor McGovern. Oh yeah. Guess you're right. Sorry, everyone else. That's crazy. Yeah, this is Cowboys Connor McGovern from last year. All right, so this is not the same kind of reference. So I take back You're everything right. I just said. This is actually Apologies, this is a this is everyone. actually funny enough, this is like a decently better Connor McGovern. Yeah, we got a clip of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll we'll fix that. This the Connor McGovern. The Connor McGovern. Wait, off. there's two guys named Connor McGovern <laughs> and they both play interior <laughs> offensive line and they're both I just had for yeah, and I knew that the Jets have Connor McGovern, but I always get him confused with the like other players that we used to have. So I, mm-hmm. when I saw it, I was just like, "Oh yeah, there's Connor McGovern on the Bills." I think it's but, fair of us to just pick even a wash. Yeah, so I mean, where do that. you land? I lean it's a a wash. Yeah. I think both okay. have guys that are high upside. I like Spencer Brown. Um, I like the tackles in Buffalo more than I like the the tackles in New York, and I like the interior probably a little bit more for the Jets. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna call it a wash. I feel like this is one where if you ask the Bills fan, they would pick the Bills. And if you ask the yes. Jets fan, they would pick They'll the pick Jets. The and Jets. that's what I'm exactly. trying to avoid. I'm trying fine. to not just pick the Jets. Totally you know? agree. So, I'm going to say so even. We'll let it go. All right, yeah. let's move along right. uh, to the defense. We got three more here. Uh, defensive line, the Bills have a pretty deep one and a very talented one. Very young as well, too. Uh, Greg Rousseau, second-year player out of Miami at the edge. Ed Oliver at defensive tackle. Go back to that Quinn and Williams draft. They got Daquan Jones as the other defensive tackle. But then depth edge pieces, Von Miller, Shaq Lawson, A.J. Epinesa out of Iowa. Those are some bad motherfuckers there. Um, Jets, John Franklin Myers, Big Q, Quinton Jefferson, Carl Lawson, Jermaine Johnson, and Will McDonald. I am going the Buffalo Bills here. And I love the Jets defensive line. I really do. I know Vaughn is old, but I have. Uh, there are so many of these guys on the defensive line. Maybe they're just been my guys, like guys that I've personally invested myself in through the drafts the last few years. I was a huge AJ Epinesa. Greg Rousseau was my top edge. No, Micah part. Well, Micah was listed as a linebacker back then. So I think Greg was still my number one edge in that class. So there's just a lot of guys that I personally believe are fantastic. You know, Shaq Lawson has a great story as well too, with his kind of 
career resurgence. I think he was a former uh, Colts first round pick that just flamed out and then went to Buffalo and made a huge name for himself. So I, uh, Shaq Lawson. He was on the Bills and then came to the Jets yes. for a bit. And then he went back and to the Bills. And then went back to the Bills, which I think is first, fun. He was a former um, Colts first-round pick back in – no, he was a Bills one. Bills first-round pick. Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm, there's another Lawson that I'm thinking that went to Buffalo um, or a defensive lineman. God, Teddy, this is a bad week for me. I know. Boy, it's I got to reset. Right. It's all right. Shaq Lawson, former Brains Jet. Are spilling. Former you guys Jet. know who we're talking about. Um, yeah, I don't think he's like a big – he's a stud by any means. No, no he's I a depth piece. He, he's kind of like a role player, yeah. um, but was a good player for sure. I definitely think it's interesting. I mean, we talked about it last week when we compared ourselves to the Chiefs line, and we were very much like, I think that the Jets are going to win a lot of these D-line ones. You know, that's their strength. That's where – you know, and to be fair, that's what teams do because that's what has been shown to work. And you look at the bills and one of the reasons that they have been able to, you know, be pretty good is they've had a really solid um, defensive line. Um, who's Greg Rousseau is a guy who, you know, I think he was like a first or second round draft pick. Um, and just instantly as the guy who just like casually watches all the games, you know, every week, like Greg Russo consistently jumps off the screen and is just out there making plays. Like I, you know, I, if I feel like in order for you to be a bills player and get me to be really in on you, like you just got to be making plays all the time because how else would I really care? You know? Right. And, and Greg yeah. Russo is a guy that I just constantly seeing making plays. Um, then you throw in Ed Oliver, who's obviously a stud. And then a guy like Von Miller um, with, with other good pieces around him. I mean, it it's hard to compare then compare that to the jets where you have Quinn and up front who you can put with anyone you can put in that, like with Ed Oliver, you know, but then it's kind of just guys who you're pretty confident in, who you think are really solid, but are any of them going to step up and really be that, you know, a, a second elite defensive lineman, you know, to go along with Quinn and really step up to be that guy. You know, can Carl Lawson do it after we've been hoping he's going to do it? Can one of these rookie edge rushers, you know, really make a statement? Like, those are the things we're hoping for, and that would be the reason that you would try to pick the Jets. But mm -hmm. when you just look at, like, actual production, what has happened so far, and what just, like, the average outcome for these players probably is, I think I'm going to agree with you and go with the Bills here on the D-line, which hurts and, me. And both can be huge strength. Like we're not saying that either is bad. These are like we were saying that the Jets are young lines. We're saying that the offense exactly. They've got younger guys in there as well too, and, it's and even to the young guys on the Bills. We haven't seen it happen. Exactly. We've seen Rousseau develop. We've seen Epinesa develop. We've seen some of these guys really come along. Where yeah, it's still going to take a little bit of time for a Will McDonald and a Jermaine to really establish themselves there too. Even though we believe that they can do so, both are great. I just think the Bills. I'm going to take at the end of the day. Um, Teddy, uh, to, to move this one along, I think this one I'm going to just say very quickly. Uh, linebacker uh, for the Bills, Leonard Floyd, A.J. Klein, and Matt Milano uh, for C.J. Mosley, Jamie and Sherwood, and Quincy Williams. Bills, I'll let you speak. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. I mean, I, I think Matt Milano is one of the best linebackers there is, um, and I might be discrediting the other two, but, yeah, they're a solid group, and they've been solid. Um, and we know that I'm not the most confident guy on our linebackers, yeah. so – I'll agree with you there. We can move on to what I think is the most interesting group to compare between these teams. So I thought it was going to be. I thought so, too. And I said it last week. I was like, I think these secondaries is going to be a really interesting discussion. Um, but I don't think I paid attention to the Bills secondary that much last year. So here's who they're rolling out. Uh, slotted um, starters at corner. Tredavious White, definitely one of the better well-known names in football the last few years. And Kyer Elam, second-year uh, player. He's a first-round pick out of Florida last year. So they're who are slated to start at the cornerback position. And I really think the names that people recognize me more than anything, which is funny to then compare with the Jets, is safety play. Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde are the two names slated to start there. Um, the Colts, or the Colts, Jesus. Teddy, I need to fucking put... I Both know we're struggling, but we're doing it. I am struggling. It's June 28th. And uh, the Jets are bringing out Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, Whitehead, and Amos. I I didn't realize that the Bills' secondary struggled so much last year. 
Um, I didn't, and you know, they dealt with injuries. Tredavious White was out for a good chunk too. And you hope maybe a, a full year back under his belt, he'll be good to go and, and return to that lockdown form. I liked Kyrie Elam. He's a physical, small corner there. Um, and the safety play is really talented as well too. So I, I love the safeties in comparison. I think that the safeties, if we were just doing cornerbacks and safeties, the, the safeties would be kind of like with the linebackers where I'm just like, we can move the fuck on. Um, but I, I do think still that the advantage of the corners, like I, I think where I've landed on this is I finally established myself as saying, you know, forget the safety play into it, even with the corners alone, like the Jets still have. If you have those two guys on the outside, Sauce and DJ Reed, that is a top five cornerback duo, and it puts your secondary in the top five. So maybe that's what I mean to say. It's the cornerback duo is probably one or two, and then in the secondary in itself, having that duo puts you in the top five, regardless of safety play. I thought it was going to be harder for me to decide. I went Jets uh, kind of easily. You know, I'm surprised by that take from you. I to was too. Um, I mean, just to kind of put it like exactly what you're saying. I mean, if you looked at just cornerbacks, this is a Jets win just because of how great that uh, group is. And if you looked at just you know, safeties, it would be an easy Bills W. Um, and I do think it, I think the main thing to think of is you're talking about the Bills last year, and I think that's fair, but, you know, both of these safeties were out for a lot of the season. Um, and Trey White obviously dealt with his things. I'm with you. I'm a big uh, Kyrie or Elam, like, fan, I, I guess, just like I think yeah. he's a pretty good player. Definitely. Um, definitely at the beginning of last season, you know, like with the Bills fans, we had drafted Sauce, they had got Elam. So you kind of kept tabs on him throughout the year. And I definitely think he was pretty good. He's no Sauce Gardner, but he's a pretty good player. Um, I'm definitely with you that that our cornerbacks kind of separate us there. But then mm -hmm. that secondary does bring us right, bring them, or the safeties bring them right back because Jordan, Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, I mean, that's great, great safety duo, a real top group if they're on the field. Um, so this is hard for me. I mean, I kind of want to just go with a wash again because of the, yeah. the way hmm. that the that the um, uh, positions kind of balance each other out. Because I, you know, Trey White and Kyra Elam are definitely not a bad cornerback group. I think that's probably one of the better cornerback groups in the league. It's just when you're up against Sauce and Reed, I think they're you know top two and not two. So I really don't know where to go here. I mean, I'll say. I want to agree with you and say Jets, but uh, I think I'm going to go with Bills just because of the, you know, across the yeah. board, they really do have it covered, which sucks. So then Maybe you're, we should split so, up. So you're, going, so you're going into this saying Bills, basically every position group on defense, Bills have a better defense. No, is that stupid? I don't think it is. I, I agree with the first two. I agree with the first two. I definitely, I, I gave the Jets the secondary there just because I think the corners impact the game more than the safeties. And so I kind of put that and that's, and maybe I'm just, maybe yeah. I'm down on Tredavious um, after he didn't really have like the most amazing season, but I could be doubting it. There, it's just but... hard to, to, you know, look at the names and not, it's just hard after what the jets were able to do defensively last year, you know, to yeah. be saying that they're not as good because the bills, I mean, didn't really have a great defense. It felt, no. Maybe they just have more they're, names. They're offense... Maybe there's just more name recognition. And they've just, I feel like in, in this exercise, I do give a lot of lean to like the experience. Like when I think things are a coin flip, I lean to who's more established. And maybe that's not yeah. the correct approach, you know, when you look mm -hmm. at this year to year. But that does suck that I picked not Jets. The entire defense. Position group, but it's like, defense. do I really think that the Jets have a worse defense? No, I don't. So that's tough. Hmm. This one's for the Bills fans, I guess. Yeah, enjoy this. Enjoy this while you can. Put my head in a mental pretzel the Jets right are now. Coming. Yeah, so we both lean quarterback. I, once I see the Jets go out there and do it, I'll be able to be yeah, more. That's fair. Like I am always We're, optimistic, and I always want to. But but it's hard when we do these exercises to be like, oh, the Jets, because it, you just feel like a fan who's picking the Jets. You We're know? doing comparisons on paper. We have yet to see what any of these guys look like. We're just basing it off of what we saw last year and what we think they've added in the meantime. So, you know, we yeah, both yeah. lean yeah. we both lean on the bills at the quarterback position, 
the defensive line and the linebackers. We're a little split on the uh, on the the secondary there, but I agree it's it's <clears throat> not far apart at all. Um, we both lean with the Jets on the running game, the receiving core, um, and then we kind of called it basically a split on the offensive line there too. So um, still, you know, I, I don't think that this comes off as much of a surprise to me. I was surprised with the Chiefs how much closer I thought we were to them. Uh, but with the Bills, look, we saw a split last year. Obviously, both teams are going to be a little bit different coming into it. But this is the point now where the Jets should be looking to split or even win, you know, both games against the Bills. And at the end of the day, the Bills keep taking steps back and the Jets are taking steps forward. So yeah. you never know what trajectory these teams are going to be on. You know, we we thought, you know, Buffalo was on top of the world when they beat the Rams 31 to 10 in week one. And then it wasn't really much of they they, they had some lulls last year. So who knows? Yeah what we're going to get. Maybe there's a resurgence back for him, but teams could be trending in the opposite directions just based on what we've seen the last two years. Yeah. And I definitely think with the bills, like the biggest takeaway and, and I don't think this is a, a surprise. I think I could have told you this going in if you had asked me to guess, but my, my biggest takeaway was just like, like the bills are a very good team and they have a very good quarterback and have had good coaching but you do, you know, their weapons are not like top tier weapons, you know, like you have Diggs, who is that top tier guy, but then you don't really have more than that. Not that Gabe Davis and Dawson Knox aren't good players and not that I, I don't believe in Damian Harris a little bit and James Cook, but none of those guys ha are have really shown like, oh, we're going to be another elite option for Josh Allen, who is this elite option. So I think, you know it's not really a crazy world to say the Jets should have a better offense than the bills this year, you know, with the amount of options that we have to get the ball to yeah. and Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, I, I don't think that's, that's a far stretch. And then I think when you look at the defense, I think you got to trust in the Jets defense. And I think that the bills have a lot of guys who were kind of dealing with injuries last year, and they're going to be able to be better because of, you know, that kind of coming back for them. So like you said, definitely close, but the offense especially really does kind of show you like there's that opportunity where the Jets might be able to, oh, all of a sudden they're that team with that, you know, top three offense in the league as opposed yeah. to the Bills who have kind of been that over the years. It'll be interesting. Week one, coming soon. We'll get to see it. We'll see it they as play early week as one, we can. Right? Yeah, Monday night football. Yeah, we'll get see, it. I kind of hate that we'll always it. though. It's I like love they it. always want to they always want week I 1. It's it. like give me a give me a, a, a I know. A warm up. We got to stop. <laughs> Let me play the Jaguars. Yeah, but it's like even last year it's like oh like like or 2 years ago it's like oh we have to play Sam Darnold right away after we just gave him up. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. let us let us get our feet under <laughs> wow. us a little bit before we have to go back to our ex. Buffalo, but, we're coming. Yeah, we're yeah. coming. We're keep fuck man. That's so Our, exciting. I wish it was tomorrow. We're almost there. Uh, we'll be back next week doing the same thing again. Next week, we got the Bengals coming up. That'll be a really fun one. I feel like almost we're going to be further away from the Bengals than we were with the Bills. That'll be that'll be an interesting one to to go through. So we'll definitely have to keep our eyes on that one. Uh, make, thank you guys so much for listening again. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at NYJ underscore chasing 69. Same as the YouTube Teddy at Teddy Hunt show. He's pondering right now for further away from the bills of the chiefs he was looking up into the air for his answer no you know um, I'm, well i'm thinking about the i'm thinking about the Bengals. i mean first thing i thought of was you know they they crush us in in wide receivers just because of their top two guys receivers um, offensive line their defense has some really good position quarterback groups, still I mean, give them, th yep. that's another one like th this is my thing with aaron Rodgers. is like i i am very happy that the jets have aaron Rodgers. it puts them on the dance floor 100 percent but I don't want to change my like going into this season. I would not have said that Aaron Rodgers is a top five quarterback. You know, I probably would have said he's like a top seven, top eight, yeah, quarterback. And so I don't want to now tip my hand where it's like I would have told you I think Joe Burrow's third or fourth yes. best quarterback in the league. You know, so exactly. I'm not going to shy away from that. No. And I think that's where it gets a little interesting. And we will get into all of that good stuff next week um, we appreciate you as always and we'll talk to you then peace